Okay, right, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Old vs. Gold, the podcast that takes your fond childhood memories and holds them up to the harsh light of today. I'm Robert, independent filmmaker, gamer, and a young loner on a crusade to champion the cause of the innocent, the helpless, the powerless, in a world of criminals who operate above the law. Hmm. With me is Tim. Hi, I'm Tim, and I was, and to some degree still am, an Alan Parsons Project fan, which is actually semi-relevant for once. Yes, yes. For once. Uh, I'm Dana. I am also a, uh Alan Parsons fan, and I've uh, always felt that that's highly irrelevant. <laughs> It'll have nothing to do with today's It'll podcast. It'll have nothing to do uh, with well, today's podcast. And joining or, us again. Or from, will it? Maybe. And joining us from the East Coast is Jack. Yes, I will. Hi, I'm Jack. Uh, I'm an editor. I'm an actor. But I, what I really want to do is direct... Traffic. Ooh. Oh, I, for, I forgot the to movie say. Traffic? Oh, yes. It, it the movie. was already oh, yes. directed. Well, he could oh, do a better job. But it's, oh, not, okay. it's not too soon to reboot it. Yeah, Hold on a second. I never, I never heard from my agent on that. I'm, I'm not uh. sure. And I'm not just a civilian. I'm a comedian and a performer <laughs> a and an occasional day jobber. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, this week's movie is... Lady Hawk, Lady April Hockey. 1985. Mm. Wow. Get ready for this. Budget 20 million. <gasps> yeah, 20 million. Wow. That's Gross huge. in the theaters, 18 million. Oh. Ow. Just oh, wow. kind of almost, but not quite. But and DVD and soundtrack sales yeah. probably and international made more than, and international. Oh, yeah. International. Made up yeah. for I don't know. I don't think DVD sales did well because we can't find it. No. <laughs> yes, it's very hard to find a. Actually, uh, Jack, you said you bought the Blu-ray? Is that I true? I did indeed, yes. And you're uh... sure it's Region 1, right? <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried to play it? Because I was looking Ooh. on... So here's what happened. Last night, bef- the, the night before the recording of the podcast, I suddenly realized I did not have a copy of Lady Hawk. Wow. So in the scrambling, fearful, you know, screaming, Oh my God, what are we going to do? Um, I looked online and... There was a Blu-ray on Amazon, but it was a foreign disc. It was in Italian. Mm-hmm. There was another one that's like 30 bucks, I think, that was region-free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on iTunes, it's available in full screen, mm. not letterboxed. And also, I looked at the very beginning, and it kind of looks like a, just a VHS copy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Jack, you'll be in charge of telling us what happens on the left and right sides of the yes. movie. <laughs> very well. I, I will keep very, very close track. So okay, we'll be going to you for quality control of the film and how it holds up as far as like, you know, how it looks. Because <laughs> we sure. may not know. <laughs> very good. Very good. Yes. You know, I, I guess I took a roll of the dice on this. I don't have my information in front of me, but ooh, if this is region two, I might have to do some very quick hacking on my <laughs> Blu-ray player. You, you know, it, you just used your outside voice and this is going out to the public, right? Oh. oh yeah. What? And by Ac- hack- hacking, well, hey, ixnay. Hacking means appreciating the regional controls and copyright enforcement. <laughs> yes, international. Uh, three bucks on <laughs> iTunes to rent it. Oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. Also it only that. takes like 20 minutes right. to download, so... Uh, this film is two hours long. That concerns me. But hey, it's written, it's directed by Richard Donner. I know. <laughs> it's two hours of fantasticness. Yes, yes. It is. let's hope so. You may you may end wanting more. <laughs> Let me continue though. Okay, Richard Donner. That's a plus. Yes. Goonies, Lethal Weapon. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Written, there's five people in five? the written by. There's well, five. There's... That's the IMDb written five, which yeah. sometimes can be misleading. Yeah. Also, That's true. It's pr- th- but... those are the five people that the WGA and the studio finally agreed upon to get credits, and there were probably <laughs> uh, 20 or 30 other true. people that actually wrote it. There is uh, that. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. I'm sure Joss Whedon is in there somewhere. <laughs> probably. He was a baby. He, he did the third draft. He was in high school. Yeah, and I, don't care, I don't care. He's <laughs> incredible, so I'm sure he did it. He time traveled. Sure, yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> interesting that yeah. you mentioned Joss Whedon because he'll come up slightly oh. uh, later. Um, starring Matthew Broderick, of course, we talked about him before. Um, you know, Ferris Bueller and all that good stuff. As uh, Felipe or Philippe. Philippe. Or it, Philippe they pronounce the mouse. it Philippe, Philippe the yes, mouse, uh, the thief. His class is as thief. an Italian. I should <laughs> be able to pronounce these things, but well, we'll see. I don't think uh, the movie's actually Italian, is it? No, but it was, it was filmed in, in Italian. It was, it was, oh, it was, it was filmed, filmed Italian. in Italian. It was filmed in Italy and I think a little bits in Spain, but it was a Mediterranean production. Okay, awesome. Uh, Rutger Hauer mm. as uh, Captain, uh, however you pronounce this, Nit. Nit Etienne Navar. Captain yes. Navar. They basically call him Captain, Captain Navar, Navar the yes. whole time. Mm. Uh, Blade Runner 82, The Hitcher 86. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, the go. movie. 92, right. the movie. The yes. film. The film, yes. Yeah. But we've come to the Joss Whedon Six part. Six degrees of <laughs> yes. Joss Whedon. He wasn't <laughs> he to write to him. <laughs> uh, well, Michel Fiffier. Uh, are we forgetting a credit for Rutger Hauer? What? Possibly. Hobo, I just, hobo I just Santa Killer or something like that? Oh, Wasn't yeah. He the hobo shotgun yeah. Oh, guy? Hobo with a Shotgun. Yeah, yeah Hobo with a Shotgun. That. He's done so much. That's that important. That's just... right. We forgot <laughs> oh, that credit. Sorry. I just picked. I just picked the highlights, the things that <laughs> oh, I, realized, okay. I recognized oh, in the right. list. And uh, <laughs> you can't list everything. Like uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, she was in Grease 2. <laughs> and she Scarface. Was. Let's, do, let's do that. Hey, she was in the ABC after school special, oh, One Too Many. <gasps> I think it's I a, remember it's about that. Four high school friends find their lives changed forever when one of the friends, guess what? Uh, drives drunk <gasps> with guess what? Devastating results. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Also starring Val Kilmer and oh, Lance Guest in from Last Starfighter. Look at Yay. That. There you go. Once again, more connections. Oh, the world is just the too Matrix small, is isn't it? small. The, Mich- the Matrix yeah. can't think of anything new, I guess. So. Michelle Pfeiffer was also in the fabulous Baker Boys. <laughs> yes. With yes. the bridges. Oh, she was in. She rised on a piano yeah. in that, did she not? She did. <laughs> uh, Tim, you may recognize this name. Leo McKern. Uh, I, sh- I recognize mm-hmm. that I should recognize it. He plays Father uh, Empress the Monk. Yes. He uh, born in 1920, died in 2002. I am not a number. I'm a free man. Oh, he yeah, was like that the, guy. He was like he the, was the number two, two that yep. twice. Yeah. Right? The last number two. The last yeah. number two. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous okay. character actor. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, and so forth and information, all that good stuff. Uh, let's see. What do you got? John Wood as Bishop ah, yes. of Aquila. Do you know who that Aquila. is? Aquila. Bishop of Aquila. Uh, Am I going to have will... to re-pronounce everything yes, for you? Yes, you will, because I'm really bad Captain at this. Captain Navarre, <laughs> Bishop of Aquila. John Wood. Philippe. John Wood. <laughs> Leo was, uh, Jack, tell us about John Wood. <laughs> Well, I, I believe that Robert is about to give us the significant credit. Uh, it's not his first time working with Matthew Roderick. That's correct. Yes, mm-hmm. he was in War Games as Falcon. That's oh. right. The mysterious, elusive Falcon. The password is Jeff. The what? Or Joshua? 
Joshua? Joshua, yes. Joshua. Oh, that's Jeff. right. I forgot. In, in Eddie Izzard's bits, <laughs> okay. the password is Jeff. Jeff is oh, the pin right. number. Oh, Jeff is yeah. the pin oh, number. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Tangent. Alfred Molina as Ooh. Caesar. Guess who he was in Raiders of the Lost Ark in 81? He was the guy, was guy? who... Uh, throw uh, me the whip. Uh, yep. 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 Jack wins yep. the prize. You throw me the idol, I throw you the whip mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, he was yep. that guy. He didn't last in that movie he was the very whip. long, did he? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he. And then he was whipped. And then... <laughs> by oh. some arrows to the face or something. That'll do it. Remember, some trap or something. Uh, also in Boogie Nights, Magnolia, Spider-Man 2 in 04, mm-hmm. he was Dr. Octavius. Yes. He. This is a weird credit. He was on the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson oh, as right. Sherlock Holmes, and also a guest voice for the skeleton, for Jeff Peterson. Uh, the Jeff Peterson, the yes. gay oh. robot skeleton. Yes. Yay. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's getting around. Go and he's still very, very busy. Yes. Yeah, no, he's a working IMDb guy. The credit goes on forever. Anyway, so the, the, those are the highlights mm-hmm. of uh, the film. Our cast. And let's go around and talk about memories. memories. Jack, would you like to start? Well, this is a little fuzzy for me, but I'm almost certain I did see this in the theater uh, when it first came out. I know for a fact that uh, this was another one of those films that HBO just played into the ground. And yes. I probably yeah. watched it, yeah. I, I don't know, a dozen times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I just thoroughly remember, I rather remember thoroughly enjoying it and being really caught up and, and loving the, 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 uh, the lovers who were kept apart and the transformation mm. oh, of it yeah. all. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed Matthew Broderick in a very different setting. Uh, <laughs> in my mind, it all comes together very well. And, and uh, I, have, I, I have to say, I, I have a lot of trepidation going in uh, <laughs> to watch it again. This, is, this one, literally, I, I do, don't think I've seen a frame of in, uh, I don't know, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, that's good. It's probably the same for me. I've, uh, I've, Dana, yeah. what about you? Yeah. I was obsessed with this film. This film was <laughs> the world I wanted to live in. I wanted to be... I went. I went, I was uh, deep in the throes of high school uh, and when it came out, and I, I think I went to like the $2 matinee at the local mall mm. every afternoon that I could get off of school and not go to a part-time job. I, I think that whole summer it was out. I saw it, probably spent hundreds of dollars at the $2 <laughs> theater seeing it. Um, I got the soundtrack on cassette. I wore it out. Ellen Parsons doing the mm-hmm. soundtrack, which is somewhat anachronistic to these well, medieval film. Yeah. So actually... Oh, go on. Oh. I'll come back to this. Um, so I was in love with the world. I loved the story. I knew all the dialogue backwards and forwards. And then I decided that I loved this film so much I was going to show it to my girlfriend, Mary Ellen, last year when mm-hmm. we were on oh. vacation and all there really was in this cabin in the mm-hmm. mountains was a DVD player, <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. It's a whole different film. Joss Whedon. Um, <laughs> and the Joss Whedon comes back around. Yes. Um, and so I kind of had my moment of like, oh, this feels really different now, Uh about a year ago. But I I do still love the film, but in adult eyes, I saw some of the uh, flaws that Uh had been glossed over in my my middling teen years. So you've had a viewing... Somewhat recently, a year or two. Yeah, about okay. about a year ago, and I kind of it didn't completely burst my bubble. The film, I actually still am really really fond of it, but I, re- well. it made me uh, realize some things about production in foreign countries and mm. treatment of animals that I didn't really oh. notice yeah. the yeah. first we'll time around. That, but we'll get to that after. <laughs> yeah. But I do I do still love it. I love the performances. I love the the concepts, and I wanted okay. to figure out how to turn into animals after that. Yes, <laughs> Tim. How far did you get with that? 
<laughs> I'm trying right now. Oh, whoa. Oh, ah, ah, not the eyes, not the eyes. Oh, sorry. We don't have a litter box for that. Um, so, yeah, I've, I think I've only really seen this once, and then I saw it on the source of all things in the 80s, HBO. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I generally, you know, was drawn to that kind of, that genre, but this I don't remember really loving or hating. Um, kind of ambivalent about it in my memories. Um, so the music, I'm, the, the part I was about to comic, bu- comic book guy you on, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> if I'm correct. So I think Andrew Powell, who orchestrated the Alan Parsons project, composed the music, but then Parsons produced it. Exactly. So. So you can't entirely blame or credit <laughs> Parsons for writing it. So I, I, I remember you remember it was an odd fit. Yes. And we'll see how that goes now. Um, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, I I know that I saw this several times on VHS. I don't believe I saw it in the theater. Um, I remember liking it at the time, but... Obviously, since I don't have a copy of it, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> it hasn't it's not one of those films where I said, oh, I should grab a copy of that and have it on the shelf. <laughs> so I'm a little concerned, yeah. but, you know, who knows? I mean, it could still be good. You know, um, I, I don't know. But. I will say I'm a fan of the first album by the New Zealand singer who goes by oh. the name of Lady Hawk. So I recommend that right now. <laughs> oh, right, so. I'm, I'm also a fan of the uh, early 2000s lesbian hairstyle, the, the faux Lady Hawk. <laughs> which Ellen sported for a few years before oh, she wow. went to this crazy bob that she's in. So, you know, there's a lot of reasons to love the lady hockey. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So let's get started with lady hawk. Let's um, grab a chair and uh, sit down in front of the TV and uh, watch it. Together and people forever. at home can also pause the podcast here, watch your copy, and uh, we'll get back to you on the other side. All right. Sound good? Yeah. Let's go. See ya. All right. Well, Lady Hawk. Yep. There was a lady that was a hawk. That's right. As advertised. uh, As advertised. (laughs) Why wasn't it called Man Wolf? Come on. Yeah. I wanted to watch Man Wolf. You think it would have done better in the theater, especially with the teenage boys, if it was called Man Wolf. (laughs) They could have totally A-B tested that. No, but it would be competing with Teen Wolf, which came out the same year. So that would have been just a ripoff and confused the audience. You know, as I was digging through the bins in Best Buy trying to find this on DVD or Blu-ray, I did see Teen Wolf in the bins. Hmm. Not Man Wolf. Teen Wolf. No, not Teen... No. (laughs) I thought, oh, we'll add that to the podcast eventually. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, first, second impressions. Let's uh, start with Dana. I still cry at this movie. I've seen this probably at least dozens, if not hundreds of times. I was Hmm. restraining myself from saying almost all of the lines (laughs) along with the film. Almost all of them. Almost. I I couldn't hold back on a couple of them, of of the doozies. Um, but yeah, I just, I freaking cry every time. And Hmm. I, I, as an adult, I see the deep (laughs) production and story flaws (laughs) of the film and God help me. I love it anyway. I love it. Jack's nodding. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying there. I, uh, I had a very similar feeling. Now, I, I don't have quite the affinity that you do, but I, I, I always have enjoyed this film. And it was one of those things like, yeah, it was so cool. And I always assumed it was just because, you know, it was the 80s and that's what happened. <laughs> but <laughs> watching it again, it, uh, that all came back and I was invested and I was I was in. And, and yes, there were times when I had to roll my eyes. But as soon as I was done rolling, I was right back in with the <laughs> They were crying. The tears were right after the roll. I may have shed a manly tear or two. A man wolf tear. (laughs) I I, I still think it's a very, very good love story. It's very Mm -hmm. effective. Um, The fight choreography is just horrible. Um, And and the the motivation for him going back without uh, Ferris Bueller... (laughs) <laughs> to help him sneak in after yeah. he has waited two years for a way to get in. To sneak in and, and specifically and seem to have drafted this seventh level thief for his adventure. Yeah. <laughs> so I have so many questions about Philippe. Okay. Yes. First, how old is he supposed to be? How old are Ooh. any of them supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. Well, but you know, how are you? I, th- I think he's supposed to be like 18, 19, really? 20. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. It's just... Because if, if so, if he's just a kid, why is the bishop bent on killing him? And uh, no, uh, he liked killing prisoners. He was I guess, really but into he seemed it. Particularly the, interested in him, mm-hmm. even before he escaped. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, we it's don't like, get that story. He, yeah, did he? You know, I don't think it was steal the, the best slice of pie. Maybe, or... yeah, maybe really pissed him off. <laughs> he took his staff. You know, his lovely staff. I guess he, he came know. into his garden unwashed, unshaved. And there's that. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Because we know he didn't steal his accent because... Oh, he didn't. Okay, let's <laughs> or if he did, he lost it again. This, now. <laughs> this is a film so, of adjustable, of bring your own accent. Yes, yeah. when, just, when you can. Yeah. If you yes. don't, if you forgot, it's fine. Did Rutger never actually even tried nope, to have an accent? neither did Michelle. No, they were no, all they Americana. Were just, and Rutger's yeah. German. He could have even gone European. <laughs> I love that this was a movie that yes. was uh, filmed in Italy in varying regions of English, uh, set in medieval France. Yes. Everyone yes. is very purposefully named very French names, even when they're made up in Philippe's head and he's just trying to sound like he's with a gang of people. It's Louis and Pierre. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they all sound like they're sort of from Long Island. And a lot of, and a lot of the time, with a lot of those set pieces, I felt like I was uh, in a mission of uh, Assassin's Creed. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, I gotta jump over here and then I gotta hide with these people uh-huh. and then uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, yeah. So, uh, There's a long yeah. tradition of guards who don't know how to fight. Oh sure. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's really baffling. Rampant. It's yeah. like it's uh, it's even worse than some TNG choreography. It's yeah. just been, bite uh, your like, tongue. <sighs> it was like huh? kindergarten. What? What was bite that your tongue. No, nothing is worse than TNG choreography. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. Know. All right. That's true. Uh, um. <laughs> This is pushing yeah. it. Wow. Um, what else? What? Uh... Well, um, in the I, I, there's a couple things rewatching it very purposefully versus showing it to you uh-huh. know girlfriend or watching with other friends and kind of gently riffing on it, but very purposely watching it. In the opening sequence, getting out of the sewer, Philippe is afraid of the thing floating towards him, and I suddenly realized there aren't alligators in Europe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's not supposed to be crocodilians in the north northern Europe continent. <laughs> Maybe he thought it was a common French sewer bowl. Yes, yeah. it's a floating sewer bowl. 
Um, you know, they have legends in France that if you flush a baguette down the sewer, <laughs> it turns into a, a sewer bowl. Um, it really made me want to, and this made me want to do two things that I'm surprised in all the viewings I haven't been inspired to do before. I want to cosplay the hell out of this. Sure. I need a hawk, a black wolf, a black horse, and a couple of peasant blouses. Sure. And, uh, and Leo McKern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Leo McKern. Yeah. He was acting enough for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was he? I forget. Oh, the monk. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the second thing I want to do is uh, Google uh, slash fiction for Lady Hawk between uh, Navarre and Philippe and Philippe and Imperius. Because yes. it must exist. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I think that I think that second uh, vein is going to be much richer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! And easier to do. <laughs> More easily accomplished. Um, I yes. like the guy who kept going out to find the thief, and uh, when the 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 main guy is like, uh, he says something about uh, getting a message from God or whatever, and then he's like. At any rate, my lord. Yeah. <laughs> and we decided that it's just like the anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of blowing him off. And what happened to? Oh, he was in the he was the fight at the end. Yeah, That's he was right. a fight, yes. but he kept coming back saying, "Yeah, I failed some more. Yeah. Go yeah. back out. Go back out. Go back out." After he yeah, had that horse trade off, so he could ride really far, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, I always liked horses. that scene. That, that whole house, uh, that the horse uh, trade-off scene, it, it, that one stuck with me. And, and when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, the horse trade-off scene. Look at those sheep move. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. sheep. <laughs> I had the same I, feeling, Jack. I, mean, I just like the planning. How do they coordinate that? Is it Do they use ravens like in uh, Game of Thrones? Or? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, and if so, most of the time, those ravens will be delivering nothing but seasonal messages. Because in this movie, <laughs> yes. the seasons can change. <laughs> on a dime. Yes. <laughs> I was wondering about yeah. that because they spend the first Summer half winter. of the movie getting away from the castle mm -hmm. and yes. the second half going towards it, but the scenery is different. Yes. Well, they took an alternate route. They, uh, that would actually make sense. But, <laughs> and, and, uh, and uh, you know. They took the bypass. <laughs> they, they clearly uh, went past the north wall. Yes. yes. A little bit. Yeah. Winter, yes. Winter's coming. <laughs> so one of the lines that we were goofing on, Jack, I don't know if you did too, is uh, the hawks and wolves mate for life. And I had to add, <laughs> but not usually with each other. <laughs> <laughs> that thought did cross my it's mind. It's a little odd in nature. <laughs> it's a slight bestiality theme happening. And you just have to try to wonder which one's the top in that. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. In yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's fan fiction about that too. So, it kind of felt like to me that there were like we some things were skipped sometimes, which doesn't make no. sense because it's already a, a two-hour movie that doesn't really yeah. need to be. Mm -hmm. But yeah. it's like the first example was we spent some time talking with Rutger Howard during the daytime and then suddenly it's night and Matthew Broderick's tied up in a tree for some reason that he lies about <laughs> yeah, that I don't yeah. that I don't understand he was gonna get away he well I assume that but then he started telling a strange story yeah that I didn't understand why he was lying and he was lying yeah. to her because she didn't know that he I was, guess I don't yeah. know it was just saw wait what, but, what? Yeah. Did, I, did I miss a scene was a scene left no, I don't know. No, of the other just... conversations that were kind of dragged out and at least the five credited writers had worked on those scenes, you know, and then it skips to weird stuff like that. Yeah, like, clearly then, something important happened. And then <laughs> I, feel, I felt the same way about the plan about digging the hole, which I never quite understood what was what they were trying to do. So they're going to trap the wolf by digging a hole that Rutger Hauer can stand up out of easily. 
Also, <laughs> also the wolf so follows the, wolf the pretty lady yeah, everywhere, but, so you yeah. don't have to yeah. entice him because he follows the pretty lady everywhere. Yes. Why do I, you I trap think, him? I, don't know. I think the plan was so that when he turns back into him, they can like keep him there another day because they needed to yeah, wait but, another day. I know, even though, even though they just, only dug three. But he would have yeah. turned anyway and been there anyway, and yeah. Just, I you don't, don't think know. too hard. You get caught up in the emotion and you yeah. reach for the Kleenex. But I don't think but it seems exactly. like they weren't thinking too hard either. So yeah. it's like, well, we could dig a hole. Sure. We'll do that. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Goliath for a minute? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk um, about Goliath. <laughs> Goliath, um, what's with the trotting? There was yes. a lot oh. of really interesting trotting at yes. inappropriate moments. <laughs> I mean, this was the biggest diva horse I have ever seen. <laughs> really took away from the badassery of yes. uh, the yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? The, the, I've come to kill you. Trot, 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 trot. Um, and I, I'm blanking on the species of horse, but it's it's a gated, emphasis on the gay, uh -huh. it's, the, it's, a ga <laughs> it's a gated draft horse breed from Europe and again the name escapes me it's not a Morgan horse that's the American version of, mm. of the fancy walk but it's a fancy walkie uh, show horse and for whatever reason they decided to use it in this film but yeah particularly the like I am charging at you in a fancy way <laughs> so, so it's trained that it, it, um, it's or trained it... and it's bred and oh, okay. so huh. it's actually a, uh, they breed not that this has anything super to do with the movie but they breed um, the horses to retain that natural gait and then they train them to make it more refined I, huh. I, I think it's um it's an Alsatian mincing horse it is an Alsatian mincing you are yes. a Basque mincing yeah. horse I think I believe is the term um, can we transition into the animal cruelty section oh, dear. of the movie okay. oh, alright <laughs> yes. yeah this is the part that I said, kind of previewed it a little bit. Again, I still, I love the film for what it is, but uh, as an adult, rewatching it a year ago, and again tonight, I even saw even more where, wow, uh, humane, hu uh, humanity or uh, humane treatment of animals on set is like kind of an American Canadian thing. Yeah. And I guess it wasn't really happening in Italy at the time. Yeah. And so yeah. we have dogs in cold water trying to drown. We have horses slipping on stone. We have, well, the sheep getting scattered was fun. But um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the part that really got to me when I uh, watched it a year ago and I, again watched it tonight was um, the cross accidental crossbow shooting of the hawk in the air. Now, Robbie, tell, tell us your theory on I, that. I, I, when I saw that shot, I thought, oh, look, the, look at the taxidermy bird hung hmm. on a string and they, they shot it with an arrow. Um, uh, but you believe that maybe it was a real bird that they I, shot? I, I think that the uh, memoriam credit at the end to Little Pasta is that they shot a hawk out of oh. the air because you also watch it fall with the arrow in it. And you can't really oh. do that as a stunt. That's a good point. Um, yeah. So it, and and it you know mm. it was gliding. It wasn't flatbed hawks. Raptors glide. And so yeah. I have a feeling that among the things that the trainers got paid for is like we're probably going to have to use up one of your hawks here, <laughs> and we have to shoot at it <sighs> until we hit it and it falls out of the sky just right. Yeah. And but I, I, okay. But well, wait that's a probably tr I bet that's I'm, true. That's but just I, that's just my wait, theory. Knowing about I don't animals. think the close up was a real animal. No, no, no. Um, just because to get that would be impossible. Well, <laughs> that the, close up shot. I mean. Oh, but you're, uh, but you're probably right. Oh, they oh probably you're right. Yeah, shoot it yeah. The real. super close up of the arrow going in was yeah. um, probably a, a dummy bird or a taxidermy. Yeah. But that, but having the arrow hit in flight and the bird fall with the bolt in it, uh -huh. I think I think they really shot a bird, and that mm. bothered me. 
Yeah. Um, but think, when they right, but when they had imagine. the the quote unquote wounded bird that they were taking care of, that was probably just taped onto a hawk yeah, that was yeah. held, you know, yeah, wrapped yeah. up and stuff because that, that's yeah. easier to fake. Uh, I guess I was gonna well, say, could they have tied a wing? But then how did it get up? Uh, boomerang? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what are those things called? That uh, catapult. Catapult. Hockapult. Hockapult. <laughs> Raptorpult. <laughs> they used one of those crossbows to shoot it up in the air. I have yeah. a feeling that twenty million didn't go into that planning. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Well, also there's at least one horse fall in, inside the castle. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah, the, really the, the, yeah, yeah, the, the horse, horse on pavement, yeah. and then it gets up, and it's kind of limping, funny, and you're like, ooh, yeah. that maybe they used a different horse in the next shot. So, it clearly animal were at the very least quite stressed if not actually yeah. injured or killed on yeah. this set mm. um, and so as a gr- yeah. and, and somehow as a teen even though I was super like I was on a track to be a veterinarian and stuff like I did not get that I mm. did not get that at all when mm. I was 16 and watching well you this. always think in movies that they faked it somehow right right, right. You know, yeah sure it's a movie yeah so. yeah yeah um, we'll do more research later, and, and maybe we'll do something <laughs> after the fan the fiction. No, yeah, <laughs> and the well, cosplay. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll do the fan fiction. Priorities, first, Robbie. Then, Priorities. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> of course. Um, the music. We should talk about oh, the music. Yeah. Yes, we should. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, so yeah, I'm thinking uh, pretty early on. Yeah, the move. The music's a bad fit, <laughs> and then I started asking myself, okay. Why is it a bad fit? What makes it, quote, a bad fit, unquote? And the first thing I thought of was, well, it's just showy. It's one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second I thought of, well, okay, so a lot of this music is nearly lifted directly off a Parsons album. Like, it, the every... turn of the friendly card. You know, it's the, they just took the... Sin- and so one thing that's cool about those albums is they're so cinematic. You It conjures a movie mm-hmm. in your head. And I kind of realized, yeah, but I don't think this is the movie it conjured in the head. Mm. It's like we have movie music, but this this isn't but we the don't movie. Have, this for isn't it. the movie for this music. Yeah, yeah. I, so. I like to think that they designed a special synth patch called "Entering the Castle." <laughs> yes, for, the, yeah. for this movie. But yeah, it's just it's just anachronistic. Yeah, it has well, that, nothing to yes. do. Yeah, it's just it's not scored. Yeah, is I think the problem. They didn't really fit the music to the movie. They tried, right. but they yeah, did a little bit, but do sometimes they well. did. Yeah. yeah I don't Especially know. like, for example, well, when we were watching the last Starfighter and how we were commenting on the music cues and yeah, that was yeah. done really well. But mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. This one is kind of like just pieces. I guess, I guess it, the reason it seems showy is because it's anachronistic. You notice it more. Mm-hmm. It, well, it really sticks out and they're, and, uh, they're not, they're actually kind of trying pretty hard with the haircuts and the costumes and every other part of the yes. movie. Yes, yes. They're they're giving everyone a really bad haircut on purpose. Um, <laughs> oh, see, but, I thought Michelle kind of had a cute bob, but I thought that yeah. seems not like medieval I fe- Europe. <laughs> I have a feeling her contract stipulated that she have her own goddamn hairstyle. <laughs> Probably. And I think there was a writer that before she signed, they wouldn't do anything super weird to her hair. But... Um, I yeah the I love I had the soundtrack I wore out the cassette of the soundtrack because I loved it as its music but mm-hmm. now I as an adult I agree and a musician I agree it just doesn't fit this film right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's its own concept album <laughs> called Lady Hawk that doesn't have a visual yeah. right 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 yes <laughs> accompaniment yes. Run, running parallel but not necessarily matching up I, I I don't know I I thought there were parts with the music where it was just so. Uh, so wrong, so ill-fitting <laughs> yeah. that that it really Jarring. did take me. Yeah, exactly, and it did take me out. But there, it wasn't nearly as 
egregious as I thought it was going to be. It ended up having some some moments where it 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 was fairly well integrated. Not perfectly, not great. They could have gone another direction and 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 been in much better shape, but it wasn't as bad as I feared. Because it it's strong music. The music is good. It would have mm-hmm. what would have made it work for the film is if they didn't have synth and electric guitar and drums. If they had actually done pure orchestra symphonic band, but they tried to mix yeah. them together. They even had an orchestrator, yeah. had mm-hmm. Mr. Powell orchestrating. Yeah, well, that's what he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like no, just drop the electronics and keep the symphony, and then you could probably have made the music work, and yeah. it wouldn't have felt as weird as like a guitar yeah. going. When when Doctor Octopus Wolf Hunter shows up. <laughs> That's a show I would watch. <laughs> man Wolf and Dr. Dr. Octopus <laughs> Wolf Hunter. Wolf Hunter. I like it. Yeah. Following Netflix, Man-Wolf. get on it. So, and I, so I thought the finale was really confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of that's the terrible fight choreography you yeah. mentioned, but the fact that everyone's just standing around. Yeah. We fight the one guy and, and we win. And then we stare at the bishop for a while. Then we fight the guy again. Yeah. And right. repeat, repeat. And, um, and the personal guard waits for the first guy to die before he attacks. Sure. Yes. Yep. <laughs> bell ringing guy rings the bell for, for reasons no unknown. Reason. And all of these mm-hmm. soldiers and guards are just terrible. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're bad. He, he, just, they... he kind of just punches them or grazes them, and they're like, ah. Well, I think he just pushed a helmet from a horse yeah. with one guy, and he like yes. fell over dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> his helmet. Oh, I'm dead. They're worse uh, than stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and no, just you know, imagine the thought. It's a good thing he's bad. Because they need a better captain than what whoever was captaining them. <laughs> yeah, oh. step up. The and you've game. also got during all of that the priests literally just standing there, not not yeah. fleeing, no. not like, organizing, yeah. nothing. Just oh, uh, how's this going to turn out? Yeah, they well, did. I, they did move kind of as a flock, yeah. like those sheep. <laughs> when the horses got close, they moved over in the other direction. Maybe there's a parallel here. This is awkward, but I don't have anywhere else to be. Yeah. I don't. It's a small town. It's a small citadel. I noticed there was one extra for one of the Italian extras that was the emotive extra priest. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he like he dabbed his eyes and cried when uh, when the captain of the guard was killed, and then he was like smiling and kind of clapping when they were in love again. I'm like, pick, you know, pick a side, man. He's just happy. He just loves love. Yeah. He's like, I'm going. My career is going to soar after this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. This is going on my reel. I'm Wait, why, why is he Dracula now? That was weird. Because you can't do an Italian accent, which is horribly hey, ironic. Yeah, what's a coming to go? Ah, this is going to look great, Maya. I am a dia bia. Dot idea. So, go go ahead. Nope, you first. All right. So, uh, did it strike anyone else as a little um, chintzy that this curse had been going on for Two whole, whole years? years. Yeah. It's been two years. <laughs> the longing and the agony. I mean, clearly, the, these people have been apart for an incredibly long... And then uh, two years. Yeah. Oh, that that seems just not nearly enough time to be so upset. Two well, years was a lot of time back then. Well, also two years <laughs> during, the which, times. during which they well, didn't really sleep much. That's true. Uh, okay. okay. They're always awake in both forms. 
I Ooh. guess so. Oh, yeah, had That's not true. considered that. Part. Yeah, they, uh, Let's see how you feel about it if you've had two years of not sleep. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> no, cranky. Thank you. Yeah, they, they basically. I think they were working on their AA. <laughs> and they and <laughs> they were working on an associate's degree in oh, a curse. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and, <laughs> it takes two years. <laughs> and they didn't have coffee back then. And oh. there was the plague everywhere. <laughs> yeah, there was a brief mention of the plague. And, oh, really? And taxation oh, yeah. or something. Yes, things <laughs> so, to establish that it's medieval. Europe. You feel like there's a lot more history. Yeah. And, and information that we weren't allowed to hear. Well, someone dropped off of my dad in the Crusades kind of thing. And oh, right, like, right. So you're like, okay, maybe late 1200s, early 13, something like that. I, I didn't realize until this viewing again, so thank you for, for enlightening me on my 500s watching. Um, this is almost perfectly parallel to uh, Mon Monty Python's Holy Grail. So the Ooh. first rural couple that they encounter were basically characters out of the Holy Grail, the weird axe-wielding yes. farmer and his and his silent rotund wife. <laughs> and then you had um, Imperius in the castle, basically uh, yes. calling the guards. You know, your yeah. mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. Like he was almost yeah. in that kind of scene. So there were, it, yeah. I think those five writers or whoever else worked on it had trouble balancing that because there was these slapsticky aspects to it. Sure. And then it was a love story and then it was an adventure. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The movie never really decided what it wanted to be. And that's, uh, it's a fault of writing. It's also a fault of directing and editing. Hmm. So uh, that's a definite ding. Ding against it. Yeah. yeah. And yet it's perfect for what it is and yeah. of its time. <laughs> well, well, something that <laughs> makes I, me cry. That make, I, th I think a benefit of it, to its credit, is it has a really strong concept. And it's weird, interesting to me that it has basically, this is a Greek mythological story mm -hmm. yeah. set in a medieval setting. This is like, yeah. you know, this is the sort of thing Zeus did to people all the time when he was pissed off. Like, right. you're a hawk and you're a wolf and that. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> you know, um, but we're doing it medievally instead of in Greece for some reason. Sure. sure. And uh, I love how I, and this is part of what I loved as a teen when this first came out is the whole magic fantasy element and you know the perfect timing of the magical eclipse yeah. yes and and oh the helmet has accidentally shattered the stained glass in the ceiling so the magical eclipse yes. light can come into the <laughs> the evil church yes it just draws me in <laughs> and and uh, to get back to the the climax and and because of that you you have the eclipse and literally everyone knows the eclipse is happening yes. and <laughs> Imperius and and Rutger Hauer both know this is happening and yet they are both convinced we're gonna go ahead and kill Isabeau yeah. anyway. <laughs> I, that, it's like wait a minute wait. Everything he's been trying to convince you of for three days is happening. <laughs> You're worried he's going to do it. And then he's still saying, well, you know, there's the eclipse, but eh, let's, let's kill her anyway. Oh, let's kill her anyway. Let's stab yeah, the hawk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yet yeah. they didn't. Just and, yes. and yet they didn't. Yes. And also, I didn't understand why he lied about losing the sword. Yeah. Also didn't make a lot they of sense. They didn't even mm. talk about it afterwards. No, he just threw no. it on the ground. He didn't even pick it up until like later on. Yeah. yeah. It <laughs> really didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> including the main guard guy who I'm go going to call Sir Guy of Gisborne from now on. Including <laughs> him getting up and being right on top of that sword. But... Going another yes. five feet back to his own sword. Yeah. yeah. Going yeah. 10 yeah. feet out of his way for his sword. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, you're used to your sword. If you know what I mean. It's, it's your sword. So. I, yeah. I think in the, in the many, many drafts of this script, at some point, 
the disconnect occurred of uh, they're at the end scene and someone was like, holy crap, he has to kill the bishop with his, his family's magical sword yeah. and get his jewel. And then everyone yeah. like flipped 20 pages back. Like, <laughs> how do we, where did we, oh, in the ice. Oh, get it back, get it back, get it back. I think that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that was a weird one for me. I didn't quite yeah. catch it. And, and, and in that finale, this, this movie really had a chance to be ahead of its time in pop culture. But, you know, when Michelle Pfeiffer confronted the bishop, but, yes. you know, dropping the tassels just does not have the impact of dropping the mic. No, it doesn't. <laughs> the music tried to help No, her. but it, yeah, it did. But, yeah, <laughs> dropping the tassels but, but lacks I gotta say, dramatic though, she, impact. She was strong all the way through the film. She was, yes. Yes, yes she was. I mean, you yes, might say, oh, she pined for the captain, but well, he was pining, pining for her. He pined, they were in he, love. He the pined back. It's that. fine. Yeah, exactly. There was a lot of pining. And then when she thought he was in danger by, you know, the throw me the whip throw me the idol guy yes she went out in the forest with a knife and yeah. she's not a soldier yeah. but she's yep mm-hmm. she took care of it dr she octopus wolf trap. hunter i i think you yes mean. <laughs> oh i'm sorry i forgot yes doctor dr octopus wolf, wolf hunter. hunter yes, yes. <laughs> oh i so want to see that show <laughs> let's make that show we should make <laughs> our next radio fiction will be dr um, dr octopus wolf hunter yeah i think i think the movie is missing some important legal disclaimers like do not put your face in a bear trap Yes. No, you shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Careful about that. Remember there was that, that run after this movie came out of kids were just putting their faces in bear traps? Yeah, that was oh, terrible. That was a terrible song. Why, why did he toss rocks in three of the four bear traps? <laughs> I, I, traps. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I get that, that some writer, director, producer, studio person along the way said, wouldn't it be more menacing if he, like, he just, you know, you know how hard it is to set one of those son of bitches? <laughs> those oh, things yeah. are tough. And he set them out for better odds to catch the wolf that he's trying to catch. And he just set them set <laughs> three, three quarters of them off again. Yeah. 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 You know, it's a big problem here is a lot of this movie is plot justification, right? Plot right. justification. So you've got that. Yeah. You've got Philippe talking to himself all the damn time so we can learn oh, things, yes. you know, yes. talking, or talking to God or whatever. Yeah. But, Ex- you know, the, God to God. the God of exposition. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to his God of ex- Jesus of exposition. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's who the bishop oh. worshipped was Jesus of Exposition. Because he seems speaking, to have his own little warlord thing going on there. Yes, absolutely. Speaking of God, speaking of theology, yeah. the mysticism, the theology, it's, I, I was interested in how they just didn't really go for it here. I, I think the idea in making the film was that they wanted to keep it kind of subtle, but it, it was just so subtle that it was like, oh, oh right, there's a curse. How'd that happen exactly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the, the bishop allied with the dark forces. Uh, and how then? Well, he just did. You're just, it happened off screen, accept it. <laughs> no, the answer is Metachlorians. <laughs> Metachlorians. Uh. Slightly over two years ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When he started at the junior college, he learned how to align with the dark one. <laughs> two years later, it's undone. Oh, my God. Also, if you're going to align with the dark one, make sure that the cure isn't coming in an eclipse in only two years. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, <laughs> and just triggered by... Just calling your shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, if they come back and call you on this, we're over. Yeah. You know, yeah it's like, that's hey, it. look, look, see, see, huh? huh? Mm-hmm. Curse over. Curse exactly. over. Hooray. Look at me, look at her, look at us. The end. Yes. See the love. See the love. Here's my sword. Yeah. yeah. And yet I did see the love. I bought them as a couple oh, in there. Yeah, in yeah, their yeah. three yeah. minutes together. It was fantastic. 
there? Just based on the story he told, uh, the drunken story with uh, yeah. what's his name? The by priest the fire. T- telling and the story. logs that he kept finding and throwing in the fire. <laughs> Like, where are these logs coming from? He's always got one to throw in the fire to show that he's angry Out, out of things. the folds of his robe. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been great if the third log he threw set off a bear trap? <laughs> now we've got a movie. Now. Oh, so... so, so oh. Ahead, no, I, I, wanted to, I just wanted to go briefly, because we, the two of us, we were watching different... Well, not versions, but different uh, quality of, yes. of, of format. We're watching off of iTunes, obviously SD captured from a film <sighs> print, possibly. Maybe. Because yeah. every now and then, and it happened a lot, at the very top of the frame, you could see the film splice mm-hmm. on the Ooh. edit. Yeah. It was oh, really man. weird. It was like when they captured it, they didn't crop it properly. Hmm. And the splices are showing. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. rough. It was a lot. It happened a lot. And there was something else at the bottom that looked weird. But anyway, it still looked like it was transferred from film, but not done in a very... It, it was still SD and not done very well. But you when had they, a... Sure. Uh, Jack, you had a Blu-ray. Yeah, and... i curious uh, how the quality of that was. Well, it's certainly not the most pristine transfer I've ever seen. It wasn't done with a great deal of care. There there were a lot of scenes where we had uh, lack of focus. We had blur in, mm. in various parts of the screen. But um, overall, it, it looked fairly nice. And there were scenes, especially scenes of stillness, um, <laughs> where things were really gorgeous. And that... that worked especially well when we just focused on Michelle Pfeiffer's face. face. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, funny that. I, yeah. yeah, and and I, I have to compliment whoever did the makeup on this film because here we have, you know, this Blu-ray transfer, you know, what are we looking at? 40 years later? 30, 30 years later? And uh, she looks like a, a natural beauty that the makeup is, is very... Uh, much about that uh, so she looked amazing um, and and when you had less action filled scenes when you when you weren't trying to go for depth of field uh, it looked very nice um, so not a bad transfer not a great transfer but uh, probably more uh, in line with what I saw when I saw it in the theater and, and that was that was nice to see that's good. I should, okay. yeah, I should send it out to you. Give it a look. So, Tim, you had something. Um, the moment has passed. Oh. No. Mo- oh. It was in your notes. No, I know. No, we almost that... touched, but then you turned into something, and <laughs> I'm just... Always no, together, I, forever I apart. Was, so, Jack, Jack, you were saying that they wanted to keep the details of things like the curse and the mythology yes. subtle. Do you think it was that, or they didn't want to commit? <laughs> they didn't you know want what? to yeah. it's a 50-50 that's a coin <laughs> flip I really couldn't say for sure but I, but I do think uh, given what we know of Richard Donner and what yeah. he's done and, 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 and I have to say this was clearly a Richard Donner film there were, there were some very nice character moments some very nice uh, 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 composition of shots yes that 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 was like oh Donner and and yeah. and mm-hmm. still you know clearly between the Superman films and the lethal weapon films this is this is his you know sophomore uh, year if you will um, yeah I, I think <laughs> <laughs> Ed Kirsten, junior college 
<laughs> but I but I do think the intent was we're going to keep it kind of vague and subtle so that it's not in your face about how mm-hmm. mystical it is. But I think it ended up coming off as we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> it, it feels like, you know, looking back at the other movies of the era, we had Labyrinth and Legend and, you know, this was kind of the height, Dark Crystal. We had a few years here that was the height of this kind of fantasy realm mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. And I think they were like, we have to do one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We have be. to. We have to get in on this. Yes. Even though none of them are making any money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Labyrinth did okay. Okay, maybe. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'll yeah. go back and look. Um, my favorite Donnery moment. This is where I really noticed the co- <laughs> the the composition. <laughs> When they are, when we had hijinks around the ruined castle, and mm-hmm. Philippe was hiding, yes. and he was out on the cliff next to the giant, scary, laughing stone face. Mm-hmm. They kept <gasps> yes. that shot composed and came back to it repeatedly, and it was really kind of cool. And yes, absolutely, gave the film I, I, a little more depth than it had a lot of the time. Yeah, I noted that as well. I liked that a lot. That was good. Um, yeah, and for the man who made us believe a man can fly um (laughs) i did not believe for one second that michelle pfeiffer was flying whether she was a bird or a woman when she drops from that tower oh that that could not have been more awkward or ill thought out it just that was painful i think about ten thousand dollars of the 20 million was for visual (laughs) effects yes Yeah, yeah, there wasn't, uh, yeah, when you have to morph between two things, yeah, back then it was, they were creative enough with it, I guess, but yeah, that scene alone was kind of, I, I, w- I was just now looking up stunt coordinator in <laughs> Italy, and he, it's the same guy who did Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wow. Whoa. He yeah, should know better. Well, he's the stunt, stunt coordinator, not the fight choreographer. No, there there was a fight arranger. Oh, that's okay. how it was credited. Sorry, was, he was arranging looked, the fights. Uh, yeah, should have looked for I that. I mean, okay. if if no one got hurt or killed, then the stunt coordinator did his job. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay. The fight arranger on the other on the hand. other hand. <laughs> okay. All right. That's what I should have been looking for. It was more about slapping. Um, any other notes before we cast our votes? Ooh, that rhymed. Into, into Ooh. the fire or bear traps. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty well covered. I think so. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Um, so why don't I go first, Okay. I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I still like aspects of this film, but there's not enough of it for me to give it a gold. Oh. I'm going to have to give it an old. Mm. Music, for one. Uh, the fighting, for another. Uh, the story is still good. I like the strong character of... Uh, Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer? Pfeiffer. Yeah. Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pfeiffer. And, uh, uh, but I mean, I couldn't tell because of our copy, maybe, but the cinematography wasn't awesome. It was okay. Yeah. And then the, the morphing, like we were saying, uh, into a bird and all that. And, and the, the, the lack of Italian accent or whatever it was supposed <laughs> to be, French or whatever the hell the accent was supposed to be uh, for uh, Mr. Bueller. He, <laughs> he just kept uh, changing back and forth. Um, I, I yeah, I think I'm. I, it's it's a it's close, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it an old. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Jack. Oh, <laughs> okay. So I I went in with some trepidation, not just because of the music, but because I really did 
enjoy and 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 at times love this film as as a much younger person and getting into it tonight it was tough the first 10 or 20 minutes but much like shakespeare once you find your way into the language <laughs> you find that that while there might be flaws while it might not be perfect while it might not be entirely thought out in that particular production it really does draw you in and Broderick is charming. Uh, it's Rutger Hauer, really, probably outside of Blade Runner, at his best. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is is entrancing and intriguing. Uh, everyone else, I mean, there's really no huge clunkers as far as acting goes. And the story is ultimately about two people who are in love, who just want to get back together. And it worked for me. I say gold. Oh, gold. Okay. All right. Uh, Tim, do you want to go? Okay, I'll go. So, this movie's pretty flawed, as we've discussed. (laughs) It has a fair number of problems. But, I still think the concept is very strong. Um, I think there's a good bit of character work with the main characters. Um, for all of its flaws, its flaws were never so bad or annoying that it took me out of the story. Hmm. So, gold. All right. Wow. Wow. There you go. Dana? Well, I, you know, every time I I watch it, especially in in a focused manner, I find more things wrong with it. And yet, (laughs) kind of like Jack, like, it pulls me in emotionally so much more, not probably just because it was programmed in the height of my high school hormones to do so, (laughs) but... I, I love it for what it is. It's just um, perfect in its imperfections. I agree that uh, these are all actors that I love watching, doing almost anything. And here, they're beautiful looking. They're in fun <laughs> outfits. They're doing wacky things. There's magic. Uh, and it's somewhere in Europe. <laughs> Vaguely. It's European. Uh, I have to go with gold. I can't even wow. even knowing, you know, what probably happened to Little Pasta the Hawk uh, <laughs> in memoriam. Yes. I, I Overall, it, it sucks you in. It makes me cry throughout almost the whole movie every single time. So gold. Wow. That, that's gold. Wow. So I'm the You're out legend. I'm the... You're the Tim this week. <laughs> You're the Tim. Robbie's the new Tim. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't know. I just it, so many times I I'm just thinking to myself, wow, that you know the fight scenes. I think I guess m- mainly, but uh, the the love story still works though. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's a it's a close call, but I didn't yeah. really feel like well, okay, maybe in another year I'll watch this again. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like going as I always do, going back to the Goonies. <laughs> I, I I dismissed it borderline because it could have been so much better mm. certainly true of this movie yeah yeah the things that were wrong with this movie didn't annoy me mm. oh that's a good point yeah I think okay but i think they did you they did me yeah. Yeah. yes yeah. and again it didn't it didn't pull me out like i recognize them as yeah. someone who's you know like all the rest of us done some production and it's like about to sell mike but i'm caught up in yeah. the moment and the, and yeah but the characters and the yeah. story and the basic story not the point by point structure certainly but the basic story were strong enough I still wanted to invest do we need yes. to make a gritty reboot 
<laughs> I was. What was I thinking? I was wondering who should, who should direct remake. the reboot. Mm. Mm. Tough Not J.J. Abrams. No. 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 Well, that's a given. Um, yes. Hold Del Toro. God no. Um, <laughs> hold that Del thought. Toro. I give Come you on. the uh, the list for William Hobbs, the fight arranger. Oh, okay. He's arranging fights or, uh, right now <laughs> on the internet in a bar uh, somewhere. Hobo with a shotgun. Excalibur. Oh really? Yes. Hmm. Also, I, I think it's better than that. The it's... meaning of life. Monty oh my Python. God. Monty Python <laughs> wow. influence. Wow. Brazil. Monty Python. Huh. Wow. Okay. Willow. Hmm. <laughs> um, Robin Hood. Um, so he's the. These things were fight all guy. later, right? This is well. Some no, of Excalibur them were early. was earlier. No, no, no. I can remember so when yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. Up to Brazil. Okay. The same year, actually. Oh, Brazil was okay. Yeah. Excalibur, I think, was eighty-one. Sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Couldn't remember how old that was. Yeah. So he's done a lot of stuff. And I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what it is. It's just. I, yeah. Maybe it was just like, oh, it's one guy against like eight guys. And he's the guy that does that. What am I supposed to do with that? They should be able to easily overtake him. Yeah. Right. right. And so it's like, well, he's the hero, so make him awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone else has make to be Make everyone else bad at yeah. fighting. Yeah. Yes. You know, no one knows how to work coordinated. They know how to stab up yes. together, but they don't right. know how to stab at the thing they're trying to stab. They're not working in three dimensions. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought they problem. wanted to capture him because they're all like stabbing around him when he's on top of the, yeah. uh, what's his name? Trellis. Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Yeah. When he's on top of the thing. <laughs> yeah. But then they capture him. He's like, kill him. He's like, well, they could have killed him right up they there. They stab him in the foot. He falls over in this. <laughs> <laughs> like, anyway. All kinds of stabbing possible. Okay, so... That's one, two, three golds and one gold. Yep. So we don't get to ring the bell this time. We do I'm not sorry. get to ring the You even bell. brought it over. And I just, I'm just going to have it ready in case from now on. Unanimous. Until we find something better. <laughs> <laughs> we will. We will find something better than a bell. What's better than a bell? I don't know. No, it was fun to watch it again. This, so thank you. Always yeah, fun to good. do these. Yeah, yeah absolutely. There's a lot of parts that I didn't remember until it started. You know, like, <laughs> like the, the credits. It all came rushing back <laughs> well, like a nightmare. Especially the music, which uh, was like, whoa. Yeah, I, I used to listen to it a lot, but I didn't remember that it was like that. Like dun, that big. All right, all right. We can fade out on that. All right, I'm Robert. With me is Tim, Dana, and Jack. Thanks for joining us. Good night. Go to oldvgold.com to find more episodes and more information about this podcast. We're on Twitter at Hidden Deadly. Also, you can send us questions with the hashtag oldvgold. 